Hello, Flower Tribe, and welcome to the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers. This is a weekly discussion centered around unifying, uplifting, and connecting women. It is a space to share stories and spread wisdom amongst ourselves and leave a little mark for the rising generations. I am your podcast host, Courtney Brookins, with the focus of helping you bloom into your best self. Hello and welcome to another episode of the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast. Today I have joining with me, Camila Hampton. Camila, I'm so happy to have you on our show today. Thank you for um, having me on. Absolutely. I think that the listeners are going to be in for a real treat when they get the opportunity to listen to your story and all the wonderful things that you have going on. Great. Great. (laughs) So why don't you go ahead and give them a little bit of a background about who um, you are? Yeah. um, So first, I'm a mom. Um, I have an eight-year-old as well as an 18-year-old as of tomorrow, um, one of my former students that I took in. Um, I'm also a CPS principal um, and a doctoral student at National Lewis pursuing my doctorate within educational administration. Um, I am the principal of Richard J. Daly Academy within the Back of the Yards neighborhood. Um, I service a population of Latino as well as African-American students and parents. But then I'm also um, a newly self-published author. Um, and my book is called It's Worth the Wait. So that's one of my newest projects and one of the newest things that I'm working on. I'm also very active in my church. Um, I go to All Nations Worship Assembly, and I'm a part of the worship department. Awesome. Awesome. A lot of very good and interesting things that are going on just in that bio. So thank you for sharing those things. No problem. Okay, so let's dive into this book, because you mentioned that that is the newest piece of your journey. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, what um, did you go through with this writing process? What even led you to wanting to write mm-hmm. this story? Yeah, um, so pretty much my life experiences. Um, I grew up with um, not having my father in my life, and I just really like figured out within my own self that um, his absence really led to how I, um, like my thought process worked around how I dated. Um, two years ago, I was actually engaged to a man who I thought I was going to marry. And um, God told me to walk away from the relationship. And I did. And after doing that, um, I just had my life elevate. So in terms of my book basically came from me being obedient to God. Um, and my life just started to elevate after the process. So that was where the book actually came from. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that is. Such a big move because most women wait their whole life for the quote-unquote ring. Yeah. Here you are. You have it on hand. Did you have a wedding date set? Oh, my wedding was planned. It was June 30th, 2017. I had my dress. My wedding was paid for. Yeah. Oh, And God told me to walk away. And it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Wow. I mean, that takes a whole nother level of ob- obedience and it really speaks to that relationship because most women would have probably said no. Yeah, yeah. I'm walking away. I can't mm-hmm. do it. 
Wow. Okay. So you had a wedding date already planned. Yeah. Wow. And so in that, in the book, does that talk about that whole story Mm -hmm. about, you know, what God said to you, how you were able to end the relationship, what things have come after it and kind of that in the book yeah so basically the um the book is actually compiled of five stories um five modern day women's stories including my story um because i just noticed that this this thing as it pertains to dating it was extremely prevalent i had a lot of friends who were experiencing very similar experiences um as well as the the actual five modern day women within the book are of different age groups um one is in her 60s. One is in her 40s. My story with me being 31 as of Saturday. Um, and w- another lady is in her 30s. And I just wanted to make sure that I had a, a diverse um, kind of demographic within my story. But then what I did was compare them to five biblical women um, mm-hmm. and just show basically how their weight on God was very similar to the women who was within the book. So, it, I mean, it's just a book full of testimonies. Um, as well as I share my story about my engagement and how it started um, and how I just um, truly moved out of this relationship and just saw elevation within my life, um, as I talked about. But then at the end of the book, something that I, I really take pride in is, um, so I have a, a quick piece within there. And it's from 1 Corinthians 13. And it really breaks down. This is one of the reasons why I was able to walk away. And I knew that this wasn't the relationship for me. Um, the Bible really defines what love is. And I just went through, I created a, a, a workbook in the back where um, I asked the reader like, okay, so if you're in a relationship and you don't feel as though it's fruitful, you can't make up your own mind. I want you to go down um, through this list in terms of what love is. Right. So um, first 13, first Corinthians 13 talks about how love is patient, how love is kind, how it's not jealous, how it does not seek its own. It does not act unbecoming. So I really I, I listed out those things in terms of whether they were present in my relationship. And what was alarming to me was there were more cons than there were pros as it pertains to these individual um, kind of aspects of what love is. So if my relationship wasn't aligned to what the Bible called love, then I, I knew that wasn't something that I should be a part of. Um, but I also just really focus at the end on the reader and I want them to actually reassess themselves as well as what are some areas of growth that they may have that they can actively address Um the I, the book was tr- truly written from God. He I he picked out the people for me to identify me, and I know a ton of women who have been in very terrible relationships and who are doing well now. Um, but I really wanted to be strategic about the women that I chose. Um, the stories within the Bible are about Sarah um, before um, she became Sarah. She was Sarai. It's also about the woman with the issue of blood. I talks about Leah. I also talk about um, Hannah and I talk about Martha. Um, And so these were, these are women that typically aren't talked about in the Bible in terms of the way we usually hear stories about Ruth, right? And Boaz, but I really wanted to identify other women within the Bible because there were other tremendous stories that no one really highlights as it pertains to waiting. So that was pretty much what the book was about. I'm excited about it. Um, I've gotten some great reviews in terms of, and I made it a very short read because I wanted it to be practical. Like, we usually have these really amazing books and we don't finish them. Um, but I made it about, it's about 50 pages, including a workbook. And I really just get to the heart of relationships and love, um, as well as truly waiting on what God has for you. Okay. 
that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So this is not just about your story. This is also about helping people navigate theirs. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I said, so this is not just a book about your story. It's about helping other women navigate theirs. Yeah, so I, you know, I was reading Proverbs 31, and actually with this being my 31st birthday, um, it was something that I really wanted to focus on in terms of who I was as a woman before God prepared me to become a wife. Um, and thinking about verse 10, it talks about how the wife gets up in the middle of the night. She prepares food for her family, but she also prepares um, a portion for her female servants. And I mean, I just totally looked at that scripture um, in a completely different aspect. Like I should be empowering other women um, and pouring into them. So, I mean, this year, God has opened a lot of doors for me professionally, um, as well as many women are w- reaching out to me in terms of mentoring them. But for me, it was bigger than that. Um, It was me pouring into my sisters and also providing them with an example and a model of you do not have to stay in a relationship that is not fruitful. You don't have to be with somebody who is not equally yoked to you. I don't care how I don't care if you're 70. If the relationship is not for you, God has somebody for you in old age. um, Sarah was 90 something when she had her baby. So just that if we truly align our lives with God. Um, and what the purpose that he has for our life that like we'll be blessed immeasurably. But I think the hardest part is being obedient, right? Like, mm-hmm. and really trusting him in his word. Like that was one of the hardest times of my life. Like I never would have thought that I would have had everything planned, um, everything done. And God just wake me up one day and literally say, walk away. And then my obedience be completely blessed. Like, I, they, I mean, there are doors that I have walked in and people that I've connected with that I would have never even imagined. Right, right, right. That's amazing. So now these other women who are tied into the story, I know that you said that God led you into finding these different um, characters and the women within the story. Mm-hmm. Did they write their own story or did you write the story that they gave you how did that go so what I did was I interviewed each woman and then I um I pretty much described everything they were saying because I wanted it to be extremely authentic um Mm -hmm. and then I just edited you know just based off of grammatical errors and things like that um I did not go through a major company I self-published the book um okay because I just didn't feel like I wanted it to be genuine I wanted it to be authentic and everything that I had from that women gave me, like they gave me their true story, their true authentic story. And I wanted to make sure that I protected the integrity of the story as well. Um, but mm-hmm. not, by not going through a major company to publish the book, um, I, I wasn't really worried about the profit of the book. My biggest emphasis on is helping women get out of relationships that aren't, um, aren't ordained by God. And I mean, like just being free, like I'm just so sick of seeing my sisters bound and it really is just from the poor decision making. And just, like I talked about, my poor decision making came from my father not being pre- present in my life. And that wasn't something that I didn't realize probably until I was 29 years old, really trying to discover who I was as a woman. Um, and God and just who I was, really figuring out who I was as a person. Um, mm. And this was one of the ways that I actively addressed it, like really asked God to refine me in the areas that he wanted me to grow within and he took me right to Proverbs 31. It, I really feel like that scripture is bigger than just talking about the preparation of a wife, but it just talks about how, like, our worth as women, as well as how um, our character should be, even before we become wives, just how we are to be 
um, the light of the world. And it, I mean, it just drastically, the, the scripture completely changed my life. Um, and I'm definitely still refining myself as a woman. God is still changing me. Um, but this was just something that was like pivotal within my life. Right, right. That's awesome. I mean, the refining process is always continuous. It's not something that just stops at one phase. So I like that you're calling that out. So as I know that you have the workbook that is supporting women. I know that the story itself is supporting women. Mm-hmm. Um, but for our listeners, the other women who are listening, and specifically who might be battling with this, are there any words of wisdom that you can leave them? Additional words, because you've already given us so much. Yeah. But are there any additional words of wisdom that you could give another woman in this moment? Yeah. So, I, I mean, the best piece of advice that I could give a woman is to truly follow your heart. Um, but make sure you check your heart and it's aligned with Christ. And, you know, I mean, I know that you may have listeners who don't necessarily believe in God, but whatever the higher power that you, you believe in, um, truly understand what your worth is and that there's just some things that you just don't have to deal with. And there are also things that we're doing because of childhood hurt. So I always tell people that it, it probably isn't smart to date if you're broken at the time to really take time to focus on you. Um, learn to love yourself before you dive into a relationship or dive into anything with anyone because you can't properly love someone else if you don't love yourself Mm, absolutely that's beautiful thank you so much for sharing that if if our listeners are interested in connecting with you Mm -hmm. or or purchasing your book uh, how can they go about doing that are there any events um, that you're having are there any social media platforms that you're able to allow people to connect to you on yeah um, yeah so um I'm actually on LinkedIn just under my first name Camila Hampton that's K-A-M-I-L-A-H last name um Hampton H-A-M-P-T-O-N-M-E-D at the end um on Instagram my name is Camila underscore M-E-D on Twitter I am noblessly me um, so noblessly is N-O-B-L-E-S-S-L-Y underscore M-E. Um, and then I also just be searched on Facebook under my first and last name, Camila Hansen again, K-A-M-I-L-A-H-H-A-M-P-T-O-N. My book is also on Amazon.com. Um, and the name of the book is It's Worth the Wait. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, is, is the book available in Kindle and paperback form? How are you um, right now it's only offered in paperback, um, but I am working on getting it, um, getting it in a Kindle format as well. Yeah. So I'm hoping I have that done by the end of the week this week. I actually just had my first book released this past Saturday. Um, oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, we're, we're still working on, on that to get the electronic formats completed. Awesome. Well, for any of you out there who are listening and you're wanting to connect with Camila, certainly I will put the links to the different forms of social media or the different ways to connect to her underneath the description. And please, ladies, if you're having more questions, please reach out. Make sure you guys go and get this book. Yes. And let's continue to support this vision because we want more women and more healthy relationships. Yes. Yes. Well, Camila, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure having you. No problem. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And to all the listeners, make sure you continue to like, share, 
and tell someone about not only this book, but this particular episode, because it might be uplifting for someone else's future. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, which is available to you every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure you like this podcast, share it, and tell a friend about it. And also continue to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and more. Oh, and while you're at it, don't forget to visit our website, www.onesun3flowers.com. Dot com.